Scotho number two, seeking to answer the question, what does it mean to be spiritual? When someone says they are a spiritual person or that they are not a spiritual person, what do they mean by that? I want to illustrate just how far reaching the spiritual realm is and how it is unavoidable to be spiritual because it is intrinsically linked to being human. I take us through several clues into the spiritual realm to show you that everyone is, in fact, spiritual, whether they want to admit it or not. So what does it mean to be a spiritual person? It seems that to be spiritual is to look to the undercurrent of all of life's activities, to believe in and actively look for the deep side of life, to look for the significance in moments that transcend the mere routine of survival or the monotony of going from one activity to the next, to believe that there is thoughtfulness underneath it all, that there is intention and that that intentionality can be tapped into. It can be accessed. Superstition, of course, is maybe the first layer of this, or the first step towards spirituality because it believes that there is an unseen, unverifiable reason certain things happen, and that not everything is up to simple chance. Superstition also takes a step towards controlling that intentionality in life. It says, if you do certain things, you can create good outcomes for yourself or avoid bad ones. Thus, our own intentionality in life's choices becomes the next step of spirituality. So not only a suspicion about how things are rigged or intentional or happening for a reason, but that you can be intentional and interact with that uh, superstition. So that becomes the next step towards spirituality, towards being a spiritual person. We start to order our lives around the dots we have connected, the assumptions we have made about how the world works and how humans work within it. It is our theory of human nature. And the more you articulate how it all is, or guess at how it all is, the more spiritual you become. And the more ardently you follow your own suppositions about how it all works, the more we can call you religious. So, so spiritual is just trying to articulate the undercurrent of how things work, the dots that need to be connected. Once you come up with the theory, uh, this is, you know, this leads to these kind of things, even if it can't be explained. And then the more you follow your theory, the more religious you're becoming. You are religiously following the rules you have set up for yourself. If you believe you have to kiss this metal necklace for good luck before you go out into the world or play that game or do that big task and are convinced it works, or at least fearful that if you don't do it, something bad will happen, you are following your theory religiously, especially if you believe there will be consequences if your behavior is not in line with the order you believe in. That notion of what might happen if you stop keeps you in check. It keeps you in line. It keeps you doing the behavior. 
In fact, it keeps you so much in line because the fear of abandoning all sense of the order you have created is far greater than the fear you have of being wrong, that your theory is silly, made up, ridiculous. The abandonment of that order is far greater than the fear of being wrong. And I would argue everyone does this. Anytime you are projecting into the future with what might happen, what might happen if I don't do this certain thing in the present, you are delving into the realm of the spiritual. And I would say everyone does that. Everyone projects into the future and says, I need to do this in order to, to have this outcome in the future. You are still acting off of a hypothesis about the world and how it all works. Whether it's karma or the one God watching all that happens or a whole host of gods who are affecting human life or that we are all atoms randomly assorted and all human activity is a result of purely mathematical mix of hormones, DNA, external stimulus, and the neuroplasticity of our brains. That is still a hypothesis that is somewhat unexplained because you don't fully know how it works and you're going to operate off of that hypothesis and make actions accordingly. You're going to even project into what you should and shouldn't be doing or what you don't need to be doing or what you do need to be doing based off that hypothesis. And each of them are backed up by their own set of evidences. Each tries to encompass all of human activity into its theory and say, this is how things are and this is how you should act as a result. That's another clue that you are taking a step into the spiritual. When you start shooting on yourself or on others, when you start saying this is what people should do or what I should do, the minute you start using the word should, you are imposing your spiritual assumptions onto the situation. I should try to be less angry. I should exercise more. Babies should listen to their parents. You should not worry about that. You should definitely be concerned about the environment. Your company should seek to be more racially diverse. You should not think so highly of yourself. You should not shame yourself. That criminal should get punished. That innocent man should go free. All of these come from some sort of overarching belief that humanity, about humanity, and how the world works. All of them thus are part of some sort of spiritual framework which dictates how life ought to be. So if you truly think that you're not a spiritual person, you have no right to say what should happen in the world or even what you should be doing in the world. You should simply just float through life, not making any sort of intentional choice. Thus, my conclusion is that everyone is spiritual and you can't actually avoid having a spiritual framework that you live under or impose on others because it's very easy to have a thought about politics or about society, or about government, or about public health, or about uh, some injustice in the world. Even, even the term injustice means that you have a spiritual framework. So this is yet another clue. If you have a theory of how life ought to be, you are taking a step towards the spiritual. In fact, you are very, very spiritual at this point. If you have a concept of the ideal world, the ideal career, the ideal person, the ideal anything, you are striving into the spiritual. You have left the world as it is right now. Your ability to project and your longing for the true fulfillment have taken you into the spiritual realm. So this is something that separates us from animals. Animals can't project into the future. And animals can't project a self-image of themselves that they want to become. They simply are in the moment. They're simply present with right now. They are hungry. They seek to find food. 
They are tired. They seek to sleep. They are afraid. They seek to take away the thing that that um, scares them by intimidation or running away or cowering. Um, if they're happy, you can tell in their body. They wag their tail. They come towards the thing. Humans are alone in their ability to project abstract ideas of themselves and the world into the ideal and strive for it. This ability gets you through the monotony, monotony of life. It gives you something to strive for beyond mere survival, beyond mere what animals live for. And like I said, this is what separates us from the animals. The dog is not thinking about what kind of dog he wants to be in five years. He's not making new year, new year resolutions. He's not beating himself up for not being the person he had hoped he'd be. No, he's simply responding to the present moment. When he's hungry, he does all in his power to get food without much thought to the implications of his actions, whether it's begging or stealing or barking or cutely waiting with wagging tail. His, his is a world of tactics, shifting tactics to get what he wants in that moment. So, the reason I'm writing this, because I have come in contact with several people who don't consider themselves spiritual. And I've set out to show you uh, can't avoid being spiritual. You are a spiritual being. So anytime you've used the word should, or you have an opinion on uh, how the world ought to be, or the ideal of who you should be, or want to be, or you have started to live intentionally, saying things like, I want to be a better boyfriend or girlfriend or work out more or look this way you're dealing in the world of spirituality so maybe you guys disagree with me let me know very curious maybe i'm completely wrong or maybe we are in fact all spiritual beings <laughs>